Hi there, everyone. I'm Ashley Willington, and welcome into the campfire. This week, we are breaking down District 7, 6A, and we're going to introduce you to some of those teams in our film session presented by Cricket Wireless. Some experienced players return in 7-6A, but Dallas Jesuit may have the most returning starters of them all. The Rangers return seven offensive starters, including quarterback Gage Roy and one of his favorite targets, Hunter Krupp. On defense, look for the reigning Defensive Player of the Year in the district, Robert Fitzgerald, to wreak havoc in the secondary. Lake Highlands will miss quarterback Mitch Colson, but Noel Whitehead returns in the backfield as a 1,500-yard rusher. The Wildcats went undefeated in the regular season last year and also returned seven stars on the offensive side of the ball. Richardson Pierce should be slinging it through the air again in 2021. First-team all-district duo Jack Livingston and Oliver Crawford will shine again at the wideout position. How well the Mustangs' defense plays will determine where they fall in the playoff race. Richardson snuck into the postseason last year but only returned seven total starters this year. Berkner brought in new head coach Trey Bryant to replace longtime head coach Jim Ledford, who had been the head man for the past 21 years. Speaking of new head coaches, Irving ISD hired two new guys only a couple months ago. MacArthur adds Beck Nicholas, and Irving hired David Munoz. With a short offseason and young teams, look for some growing pains out of these two programs. Finally, Nimitz returned seven starters on defense and led by defensive back Abdiel Barrera. Hope to contend for the postseason. The Film Session is presented by Cricket Wireless. Smile, you're on Cricket. Really good teams in this district, and they are made up of phenomenal players. Let's see who some of the top are in our players on the rise. Noel Whitehead is going to give Lake Highlands a solid running game in 2021. As a junior, he was the district offensive MVP as he ran for over 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns. At only 5'7 and 160 pounds, you will find bigger backs out there, but Whitehead is very difficult to tackle when he gets past the first line of defense. He can also make plays in the passing game as a bailout receiver. Richardson Pierce's aerial attack will be led by wide receiver Jack Livingston. Along with Oliver Crawford, Livingston was a first-team all-district selection and should be a main target this year as well. As a junior, Livingston caught 48 passes for 888 yards and 10 scores. He should probably draw plenty of double teams, but Livingston has proven to be able to make plays despite the tight coverage. When Dallas Jesuit needs protection, they look to offensive tackle Matt Craycraft. At 6'3", 275 pounds, Craycraft controls the line of scrimmage as he opens holes in the running game as well as keeping his quarterback upright. He prides himself on not giving up a single sack of district play. Not only does he have the brawn, but he has the brains as well, as Craycraft holds a 3.85 GPA. Craycraft will be heading to Duke next year. On the defensive side of the ball, no one is better in the district than Jesuits Robert Fitzgerald. This will be the safety's third year as a starter on the Rangers' defense and is one of the hardest hitters in the district. Last year, he made 80 tackles and picked off two passes on his way to the 7-6A defensive MVP honors. You may also catch Fitzgerald in some key offensive plays as well before he heads off to Northwestern first college ball. 
Phenomenal players led by great coaching. This week, we bring in for our media day segment, Irving MacArthur's Beck Nicholas. All right, it's media day. We're talking 7-6-A, and we are joined by Irving MacArthur's brand new head coach, Beck Nicholas. Coach, talk about uh, accepting this job, especially middle of the offseason. It's, it's kind of a, a, a kind of a weird deal. You're jumping in, learning players as you're trying to teach them your, your methods. Just talk about your feelings about being the Cardinals' new head coach. Uh, well, I'm, first of all, I'm very excited to be there. I've been, I was at MacArthur for 15 years. Uh, so I'm very pumped up to be uh, back at back where I started. Uh, starting off, I, w- I wish I would have had half, half of an offseason. I really got there right. I had like two days with kids. So uh, getting thrown in, it's been, uh, it's been definitely challenging, just getting to know the kids and getting to know their names, also bringing in the staff and doing the same thing. But uh, I've been fortunate to hire some really good guys. Uh, I've been, been doing a phenomenal job uh, getting to know the kids. Uh, has been my main priority in, in trying to install different new offenses. And new, three, three head coaches in three years have been tough on me, so i got to make it really special for these kids this year. There's no way to make a better first impression than to dive, find a way to get this team back into the postseason. So talk a little bit about the district and how you see uh, you guys maybe fitting in. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, I'm not going into this thinking uh, uh, we're not going to do anything less than be great with these kids. I mean, that's my – that's – my motto, I mean, we go with a we will win culture, and that's in life, in the classroom, on the field, carry that throughout, win, the, win, win everything that you do. Uh, I think I know uh, uh, Coach Hickman does a great job over Jesuit. Uh, uh, Coach Pels was a MacArthur guy, so I'm very familiar with Coach Pels. So he's a good guy. Uh, you know, Coach Collins and J.J. Pierce, those, those are all good, they're good coaches. Coach Jordan at, at uh, Lake Collins as well. I know I have my work cut out for me. I know we got to do some good things along with the urban system, but I, I do feel uh, one step at a time, uh, one practice at a time, let's get our goal inside us to make the playoffs and we'll, and we'll go from there and see how things go. That's perfect. I appreciate you joining us, Coach, especially since you're on vacation. It was nice to step, <laughs> step off the beach and talk to us a little bit. Hey, we'd like to see one of you guys get back to the playoffs. So I'm, I'm hoping you can, can get going there one win at a time and see how this thing comes out. All right, well, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Go Cardinals. Coach, thank you so much for joining us here on the campfire. You can catch the entire interview on Thursday on all of our social media channels. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now we bring in the one, the only Professor Diggs for the District Breakdown. District Breakdown time. There he is. That's my man, Matt Diggs, and he's ready to talk some 7-6-A. Dixie, talk about this district because it's often overlooked out of all the 6A districts just because a lot of teams that are kind of struggling in the playoffs. Who do you think is going to be fairly good this year? Yeah, th- this district got swept out of the playoffs last year. 8-6A is such a good district. Uh, and when you have that by district, it can uh, create a little bit of problems, even when the competitiveness level in the district is, as you mentioned, a really good competitiveness level. Uh, for me, this district this year, last year, if we were talking about it, we were talking about Lake Highlands at the top of the heat. I think Lake Highlands is near the top of the heat, but when I look at this district, I look at Jesuit. Uh, Lake Highlands had such a senior-heavy team last year. They've got a couple of players coming back that we're going to talk about. But when I see a quarterback like Gage Rory coming back and I see a safety like Robert Fitzgerald coming back for Jesuit, this is a team that's got the pedigree, got the intelligence, they've got the work ethic. This is a very good football team, and I think they're going to be one that's overlooked in the area. I'll 
definitely have Jesuit in my top 20 to start out with. Uh, lineman Matt Craycraft, a Duke commit, really good player. Hunter Krepp, I had a really good seven-on-seven offseason. Uh, so Jesuit is really the team, I think, that this district, if they're going to beat anybody in 8-6-A, I think it's going to be a Jesuit team that's going to win that 8-6-A battle. But Lake Highlands, I think they're going to be down a little bit, but I don't think they're going to be, uh, you know, not making the playoffs down. I think they're a solid number two in this district. Uh, Noel Whitehead is a returning running back. They're going to have a really hard time replacing that quarterback, Mitch Colson. Uh, he was really the heart and soul of that team, in my opinion. Not that many people ask me my opinion. Uh, but they got a couple of good players coming back. Carson Klein, Will Hutton, and du, uh, Duplicate are all coming back for Lake Highlands. So I think Lake Highlands is a solid number two. But I do think we have a little bit of a precipitous drop off from there. It should be interesting to see who gets in there and if those last spots, as you were saying, I uh, wouldn't mind seeing an urban school sneak in there. I haven't seen one of there in, in a little while. So we'll see what happens in 7-6-A, and, and next week we will talk 8-6-A. I look forward to it. Diggs, Wiz, thank you so much. Great insight as always. That's all we have for this week's episode on District 76A. You can come back next week for more content. Until then, I'm Asha Bullington, and thank you for watching The Campfire. <laughs>